Chapter thirty four of Science in Short Chapters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Science in Short Chapters by W. Matthew Williams. Chapter thirty four Luminous Paint. The sun is evidently going out of fashion and is more and more excluded from good society as our modern substitute for civilization advances serve him right many will say for behaving so badly during the last two summers the old saw which says something about early to bed and early to rise is forgotten we take luncheon at dinner-time dine at supper-time make morning calls and go to morning concerts etc late in the afternoon say good morning until seven p m and thus by sleeping through the bright hours of the morning and waking up fully only a little before sunset the demand for artificial light becomes almost overwhelming not only do we require this during a longer period each day but we insist upon more and more and still more yet during that period the rush of our forefathers was superseded by an exotic luxury the big flame candle made of russian tallow with a wick of transatlantic cotton presently this luxurious innovation was superseded by the mould candle the dip was consigned to the kitchen and the bloated aristocrats of the period indulged in a pair of candlesticks alarming their grandmothers by the extravagance of burning two candles on one table presently the mould candle was snuffed out by the composite then came the translucent pearly paraffin candle gaslight solar lamps moderator lamps and paraffin lamps even these with their brilliant white flame from a single wick are now insufficient and we have duplex and even triplex wicks to satisfy our demand for glaring mockeries of the departed sun some are still living who remember the oil lamps in cheapside and piccadilly in the excitement caused by the brilliancy of the new gas lamps but now we are dissatisfied with these and demand electric lights for common thoroughfares and some extravagant combination of concentric or multiplex gas jets to rival it the latest novelty is a device to render darkness visible by capturing the sunbeams during the day holding them as prisoners until after sunset and then setting them free in the night the principle is not a new discovery the novelty lies in the application and some improvements of detail in the boy's own book or endless amusement of thirty or forty years ago are descriptions of canton's phosphorus or solar phosphori and recipes for making them burnt oyster shells or oyster shells burnt with sulphur was one of these Various other methods of effecting combination between lime or barita with sulphur are described in old books, the result being the formation of more or less of what modern chemists call calcium sulfide and barium sulfide, or otherwise sulfide of calcium or sulfide of barium. These compounds, when exposed to the sun, are mysteriously acted upon by the solar rays and put into such a condition that their atoms or molecules or whatever else constitutes their substance are set in motion 
in that sort of motion which communicates to the surrounding medium the wavy tremor which agitates our optic nerve and produces the sensation of light until lately this property has served no other purpose than puzzling philosophers and amusing that class of boys who burn their fingers spoil their clothes and make holes in their mother's table covers with sulphuric acid nitric acid and other noxious chemicals the first idea of turning it to practical account was that of making a sort of enamel of one or the other of these sulphides and using it as a coating for clock faces a surface thus coated and exposed to the light during the day becomes faintly luminous at night anyone desirous of seeing the sort of light which it emits may do so very easily by purchasing an unwashed smelt from the fishmonger and allowing it to dry with its natural slime upon it then looking at it in the dark a sole or almost any other fish will answer the purpose but i name the smelt from having found it the most reliable in the course of my own experiments it emits a dull ghostly light with very little penetrating power which shows the shape of the fish but casts no perceptible light on objects around thus the phosphorescent parish clock face with non-phosphorescent figures and hands would look like a pale ghost of the moon with dark figures round it and dark hands stretching across by which the time of the night might possibly be discovered there or thereabouts this invention has already appeared in a great many paragraphs but hitherto upon very few clock faces recently it has assumed a more ambitious form patented of course the patentees claimed an improved phosphorescent powder which is capable of being worked up with a medium of paints and varnishes and thus applied not merely to clock faces but to the whole of walls and ceilings of any apartment in this case the faintness of the light will be in some degree compensated by the extent of phosphorescent surface and it is just possible that the sum total of the light emitted from walls and ceiling may be nearly equal to that of one mould candle if so it will have some value as a means of lighting powder magazines and places for storage of inflammable compounds it is stated that one of the london dock companies is about to use it for its spirits faults also that the admiralty has already tried the paint at whitehall and has ordered two compartments of the comus to be painted with it in order to test its capability of lighting the dark regions of ironclad ships this application can however only be limited to those parts which receive a fair amount of light during the day for unless the composition first receives light it is not able afterwards to admit it and this emission or phosphorescence only continues a few hours after the daylight has passed away five or six is the time stated a theatrical manager is said to be negotiating for the exclusive right to employ this weird illumination for scenic purposes the sepulchre scene in robert le diable or the incantation in de freischutz or the sorcerer might be made especially effective by its ghostly aid the nameplates of streets and buoys at sea might be advantageously coated with such a composition and many other uses suggest themselves there are rival inventors as a matter of course 
the french patentees claim the use of cuttlefish bones various seashells etc mixed with pure lime sulphur and calcined sea salt besides sulphides of calcium barium strontium uranium magnesium or aluminium they also add phosphorus itself though for what purpose is questionable seeing that this substance is only luminous during the course of its oxidation or slow combustion and after this has ended the resultant phosphoric acid is no more luminous than linseed oil or turpentine an admixture of phosphorus might temporarily increase the luminosity of a sample but any conclusions based upon this would be quite delusive they also assert that electrical discharges pass through the paint increases its luminosity according to some enthusiasts electricity is to do everything but these ladies and gentlemen omit to calculate the cost of rousing and feeding this omnipotent giant in this case electrical machinery for stimulating the paint for anything outside of lecture table experiments or theatrical and other sensational displays would be a commercial absurdity the americans of course are reinventing in this direction but mr edison has not yet appeared on the luminous paint scene if he does we shall doubtless hear something very brilliant even though we never see it in the meantime we may safely hope that this application of an old scientific plaything to useful purposes may become of considerable utility as it evidently opens a wide field for further investigation and progressive improvement by the application of the enlarged powers which modern science places at the disposal of ingenious inventors we hope for the sake of all concern that it will not fall into the hands of professional prospective manufacturers and joint stock company mongers and that the story of its triumphs will be told without any newspaper exaggerations since the above was written in february eighteen eighty i have tested this luminous paint balmain's patent practically i find it unsatisfactory in the first place its endurance is far shorter than is stated it begins to fade almost immediately the light is withdrawn and in the course of an hour or two it is for all practical use though not absolutely extinguished besides this it emits a very unpleasant odor painfully resembling sewage and sulphurated hydrogen this is doubtless due to the sulphur compound but is i have no doubt quite harmless in spite of its suggestions end of chapter thirty four